salt and light. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Janice. And we are back. I feel like we've been in uh, a little hiatus here. So, um, you know, but we're back here recording. It's been a crazy few weeks, a couple weeks. Um, You know, just things been going on. So, but, you know, we're here today and... You know, I hope everybody's doing good. You guys are listening. And um, so today we're actually going to talk about the famous controversial topic, I feel, one of them, um, is alcohol. You know, should you, as a believer, Christian, um, drink alcohol? And I know that that's a lot of controversy because, you know, um, people could say, oh, well, you know, as the famous thing says, you know, Jesus drank wine or, um, oh, well, you know, it's fine. I know my limit or whatever the case, you know, everybody has their own thoughts about it. And, you know, which is, this is where like, we have that free will, right? Like we have the word of God. There are obviously things that specifically that God tells us to do or to stay away from. Um, and I would say alcohol is one of them. Um, so, you know, this is a, a, a big debate, I think, between a lot of Christians. Um, but, you know, what does the Bible say about alcohol? Um, so I do have two verses that I was going to read. So the first one is Proverbs 23, chapter 23. Um, and I believe it's verses 29 through 35. Uh, And it says here, it says, who has woe, who has sorrow, who has contentions, who has complaints, who has wounds without cause, who has redness of eyes, those who linger long at the wine, those who go in search of mixed wine, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly, at the last it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things and your heart will utter perverse things. Yes, you will be like the one who lies down in the midst of the sea or like the one who lies at the top of the mast saying, they have struck me, but I was not hurt. They have beaten me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake that I may seek another drink? So I feel like right there, you know, it's telling us to stay away from alcohol, right? Because it's saying, look, it even says, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it's sparkling. You know how, in other words, how it looks enticing. It could look pretty. It could look like a good time. But look what happens. Then it says, you know, at last it bites like a serpent and it stings like a viper. So basically it's saying, you know, you go ahead, you start drinking that. And not, you know, specifically wine per se. But if you start drinking alcohol, what happens? You know, a lot of the times you can become addicted or a lot of the times you may say, well, I know my limit, but then all of a sudden you find yourself way over your limit. You find yourself drunk, right? And the Bible does talk about drunkenness, um, you know, or you could find yourself, you know, all of a sudden it's, it's opening up a door, a spiritual door in your life, because now that is going to start to take you away or push you away from the things of God. You know, that's pretty much what it's saying right here, right? 
So it talks about that. And also in Ephesians 5, 18, I believe it is. Let me look. I'll have my Bible here. Um, it says, and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, dissipation, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So it's saying right there again, it's saying don't bother drinking. Don't bother consuming alcohol, but instead you shouldn't be filled with those things. You should be filled with the spirit. You should be filled with, you know, what prayer, singing to the Lord, you know, gathering together with people of faith. So these are just some of the verses that it talks about drunkenness and staying away from alcohol. So if you have anything to add, Janice, you could go yeah. ahead. I don't, I, I see it from two different perspectives because it doesn't say in the Bible, uh, you know, basically, oh, you can't have a drink if you go to, if you have a drink, you're going to hell, you know, mm -hmm. right, but right. it does say about being drunk. And like you said, you know, mm -hmm. Jesus drank wine. He relaxed with the disciples and they had, you know, I got, I don't know how many glasses of wine or whatever, but it does say do not become drunk with mm -hmm. wine right so my thing is more of like um your personal walk with god some people mm -hmm. you know i used to go out partying all the time and i would get drunk and right. um i don't think it's i don't my i guess my thought about drinking is not so much about the person because you meant you're talking about like the person being drunk and we know that that's a sin but my perspective on it is more of what are we, what are we showing other people? Not only yeah. believers, mm -hmm. but also mm -hmm. unbelievers, right? So it, my, my main verse that I come to is, um, you know, 1 Corinthians 10, 23, where um, Paul is talking about, I believe it's Paul, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. So, yeah, it's permissible to have a drink. If you mm -hmm. have a drink, you have a pina colada, whatever, you're not going to hell. God is not going to be like, oh, whatever. But it's also, around, it's also about who you're doing it around, right? So, technically, mm -hmm. technically, if you have a drink in your home, you're home by yourself you or your husband or whatever you're not doing you're not doing anything wrong by mm -hmm. having that one drink if you like you said bonnie like if you take it to like you don't know yet people say i know my limits but then sometimes one leads to another leads to another leads to another and you become drunk then that's when it becomes a sin but my i think my biggest concern is who's who's looking at us right let's say you there's a pastor right and you're and you're out to dinner or whatever the case is and he orders uh wine or something like that he's out in a restaurant he's drinking that and then the next day he goes to preach mm -hmm. people people instinctively just think about the negative right we always remember the negative things that somebody did or said or whatever the case is, we're not thinking about, oh, yeah, this person has been in the faith for 50 years and all this stuff. We're like, oh, but they were just drinking yesterday. Like, you know, can yeah. you, these are just questions I ask myself and for people to ask themselves. 
do you still respect that pastor? Do you still respect that believer if you see that they're going out and having a drink or not? That's why it's like in the scripture that I read that things are lawful, but not everything um, builds up, right? Like we're to build each other up and we, we're not to confuse others. I think that's a big thing. Like people will be confused. Like wouldn't you be confused if you see, I mean, me and Bonnie have been in situations and it was confusing for us because we were like, whoa, mm-hmm. what's happening here? You know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember, not- yeah, like, I mean, um, that whole subject of, you know, causing other people to stumble or whatever the mm-hmm. case, I was going to bring that up, too, because, you know, it's like, again, we God gave us the, the freedom, right? We freedom of will, you know, choice, right? We, we could choose. He gives us what he says in his word. Um, but then there are some gray areas, right. Where people could say, oh, well, it doesn't specifically say that you can't have this. Yes. Yes. You're right. Um, and like Janice mentioned, it doesn't mean that if you have a glass of wine, oh my God, I'm going to hell. It's the whole point of, first of all, where's your goal? Like, what is your end game here? You know, are you just drinking a glass of wine with dinner just because, okay, you Mm -hmm. know, Whatever. And even like I was reading, so in Janice, I was, you know, doing research on this and I came across this website called gotquestions.org, which I have heard this before as well, before I even read this here. But, you know, it does say too that even drinking a glass of wine, doctors say that it's actually good for you, you know, health wise, right, for your heart. So it doesn't mean that, you know, like, oh, I can't just drink a glass of wine with dinner. No, you can. That's that's fine. If that's, you know, what you want to do, then that's okay. But it's just, if you're sitting here, you know, I don't know, like Janice said, you know, <laughs> with like a party crowd, let's say like, Wah! you know, and like taking shots and. Yeah, that's, what I, gonna, that's and, what I was going to say. Like, know, does it make a difference yeah. between wine versus, let's say, a thing of tequila? I think it's a pet. I mean, they're both alcohol. Wine usually is more a little bit what like classy kind of but don't get it twi- you know twisted as they say people can get drunk off of wine i mean i know in the past you know before i came to god uh, i wasn't an alcoholic or anything but like i always say i would drink socially and i would get drunk pretty quick and that's why i was going to mention is that because you have mentioned about like everybody has their walk or whatever the case mm-hmm. and with me i know that when i came to god that was one of the things that god told me like he just did not want me drinking at all he didn't even want me drinking wine nothing he just, he didn't want that. And I, I guess it's because, I mean, I assume it has to be because I get drunk really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so what would that do for me? And it's like what Janice said, the biggest thing I think that we have to think about as Christians and as believers is, and anything, it doesn't even have to be alcohol, right? But I mean, we're talking about it because this is a topic that we're speaking about, but it could be many other things that it doesn't specifically say, like, for instance, you know, and it's not to change the subject, but if people could say, well, it doesn't specifically say not to smoke weed in the Bible, you know, or whatever. Like there are areas where, but you have to use your wisdom. You have to use what the Holy Spirit has given you. And, and you I, have to heed to that. Like, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish. No, I was just going to say that, you know, so I think that's the biggest thing is, yeah. Like number one, what's your end goal? Like, wh- why are you drinking? Why are you just getting together? Like I said, are you just having a glass of wine with some pasta you know, that's fine. Or are you over here like, well, you know, like, girl, got wild or whatever. And like just drinking it up. Like, what's your end goal? That's number one. Number two, is it adding 
to your life? Is it adding to your walk with God? And number three, I think one of the biggest questions is, you know, what testimony is it going to, is it going to break your testimony to people? Because it's like, I remember when I came to God again, that my father, one of the things my father first told me was, listen, I'm just letting you know that you know, now that you're a Christian or you're a believer, people are going to be watching you, whether you think so or not, whether you want them to or not, whether they say it or not, people are going to be looking at you. And now they're going to look at how you live your life. Why? Because, you know, a lot of people always say, oh, I'm Christian, I'm Christian, I'm Christian. And we've spoken about this before. But then you see them, whether it's in person or social media, you know, I don't know, taking like half naked pictures or like, like that, like drinking alcohol in a club or smoking. Or, so it's kind of like what Janice said, like, okay, but that person's saying that they're Christian, but they're sitting here doing all this. And then especially as a, as a, if you're like a non-believer and you're seeing that, what are you going to think? You're going to say to yourself, well, then what's the difference? Like if this person could still go out and party and take half naked pictures and, you know, and twerk and do all this and do all that like so then what's the difference okay well then i guess i I think it just makes it worse that i i think it's one thing to um it's between you and god if you're in your home and you're doing it in private and Mm -hmm. you know and even with that because then that could turn into an addiction it depends but no yeah yeah. i know but it's one thing to to do that to yourself but there's another thing when you're you're putting it out, it out in yeah. public and people are seeing you and they know that yeah. you are a believer mm-hmm. in God and they know that you know the Bible, you were raised in church right. or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't want to be, I, I don't think I'm a role model. I'm sure, Bonnie, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you, th- do you think you're a role model? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't think like I, I'm a role model. Be like, oh yeah, like, yeah, she's so but perfect. You are. But, but this you, is what, this is the whole point that I'm saying. The whole mm-hmm. point is that we all have our walks with God and a lot of, and we were talking about this uh, another day, uh, a couple of days ago that we all, mm-hmm. we, people think that just because you're a believer that you're perfect. Mm-hmm. They think mm-hmm. that because you're a believer that you don't make mistakes, but that's why right. it's a journey with God. That's why we call it a Jesus journey. We, Jesus it's a walk yeah. with God because we don't, we're not going to get things right all the time. We're going to lose our temper. We're going to make mistakes. We have to ask for repentance because if we were perfect, then we wouldn't need Jesus. If we were perfect, right. then there will be no reason for salvation. But we need a savior because every single day we make a mistake, whether it is taking a drink and be like, you know, I, I had a, a, I think I've talked about this. I think I talked about this before, like in my testimony, like when we first started Salt and Light, like in season one. Mm-hmm. And I had an experience where mm-hmm. I was on, like I always believed in God, but I, I wasn't choosing to follow God. And yeah, in, this, in this weird time, and it was a really strange time where God was already like, okay, that's enough. Things were happening. And I knew what I was doing was wrong. And I still... I remember one day I went out and I went out with someone or whatever and mm-hmm. I got drunk. And, mm-hmm. you know, this was during my little journey with God, like where he was like pulling me out of everything that I was doing and everything that my friend, right. every, like literally everything. And I remember, and if you want to hear the whole thing, go back 
to season one. Listen to season one. It's a little messed up. We were learning and whatever, but whatever. Listen to it anyway. We still got good stuff. <laughs> That's a little messed up. Yeah, because we were like talking over each other. Remember, we didn't give each other space. We were like, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. But, um, but you know, when I went to sleep, you know, and I'm not somebody who like this happens to all the time, you know, I'm like, oh my God, a demon got me. I'm not that person. Bonnie knows I'm very skeptical about things. Um, but in my, you know, I knew it was a spiritual thing. You could just tell it was like half awake, half asleep. And I yeah. remember that I, I sleep with a nightlight <laughs> and I still do today. today. Oh, I don't care. Nah. I'm not ashamed. And nobody's going to show me. Okay, She's like, I just outed myself. I no, sleep with a nightlight. I Somebody always, in our family is going to come and like bring you a nightlight. No, bring your nightlights. I, I want people. I don't care. I sleep with a little nightlight. I don't like sleeping in the full dark. But in this little... Uh, if people have had this experience, they know what we're talking about. You know, it's like half awake, half sleep. Is It's a spirit. You're in oh, the I've spirit. Had that. I've had that. Yeah, yeah, you're in the spirit. And, and the lights went off. And mm -hmm. in the spirit, I went, oh, no. Mm -hmm. I remember saying, oh, no. I, oh, no. <laughs> yes, because I knew what it was. Yeah, but, you knew what was that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I jumped up. It was my it was my spirit to try to turn on the lights. The lights wouldn't turn on. Like the mm -hmm. other light wouldn't turn on. And a demon came, grabbed mm -hmm. me from the back oh. and had its hand over my mouth. And look, I've never mm -hmm. had such a vivid experience before. And and um, was dragging me into the wall. Mira. And um, I was trying. The reason why it was the handle was over my mouth was because when you you know you but call you on Jesus, when you call hey, on you Jesus, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I couldn't call on Jesus, and I remember it was it was mm -hmm. my height. It was my height. I'm telling you, they have different heights. Okay. Ugh, and I remember I was so weak. Right in my spirit, yes. that's that's another thing. Yep. Like I was weak in my walk with God. Mm. I was weak in my yep. spirit. That when I was trying to, like, I was so weak. I was trying with my hand, my free hand, mm. to get its hand off of my mouth. And I remember it was leathery. It was like a reptile. Yeah, like Ooh, a reptile. I know you said that. Ooh. Yeah, and so I finally got out Jesus, like in a whisper, like a. Like, like, I don't even think I said the whole word, and then boom, <clears throat> I was back. And all that to say that the next day. That the Holy Spirit, at first I thought it was just my mind. I, I remember walking right. Bosco for a walk and 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 the Holy Spirit kept saying, because again, it was my new walk. I was like, I, I still have, you know, like, is it the Holy Spirit? Is it me? What? But at that time I was like, why do I keep thinking this question? And the Holy Spirit kept asking me, but why did this happen? But why did this happen? Mm. But why did this happen? Mm. And he mm. finally revealed it to me on this walk. I was just walking with my dog. It was because I had gotten drunk. And wow. I was in my sin and mm. the enemy was able to get a vantage point. Not that I was, you know, a horrible person or anything, but I, I mm -hmm. opened that door to the enemy for him wow. for, that I was vulnerable. So our sin mm. makes us vulnerable to the enemy. Yeah. 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 So like any other yeah right. exactly. Just like anything else, that drunkenness <laughs> that night. And I remember I tried to uh, repent before. I went to sleep because mm -hmm. I already knew it was wrong, but I was so drunk <laughs> that I couldn't properly <laughs> repent in She's my like, drunkenness. Oh, I'll never forgive yeah. me, forgive me. You know, well, I, you know I, I know. Yeah, I've heard of, because you, you know, you just said that testimony and I've heard of mm -hmm. different testimonies. I've even heard of this guy, like this is like on YouTube and stuff. I always look at testimonies. Um, 
But same thing. There's a lot of them out there that they like this one guy. He said the same thing. Like, I don't know if he was a Christian at that time or he knew about God, though. Like, I think it was like he grew up in church. Same thing, whatever. But anyway, he got drunk and um, he ended up I think somebody was like driving him home or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, he ended up going to hell. I mean, obviously, he's alive today to tell the story. But he ended up going to hell. Like, he kind of, like, died a little bit. Like, I guess, you know. Well, like, God allowed, God allowed that experience, basically. Yeah, God basically. allowed that experience. And, and God allowed him, obviously, to live so that he could share his testimony. But he said, because of that, he said, I, you know, would drink all the time. I, would, I was a drunk. And if it wasn't for God's mercy, mm-hmm. I would have died and been in hell because of that. You know, so it's like, again, it's... <laughs> It's that whole thing of, again, like, okay, I'll have a glass of wine with dinner or whatever. But again, we have to say, okay, what, what's the boundary here? What's and the also, limit? Then that's another- pray mm-hmm. to God about that. Because, oh, look, yeah, I'm not going to lie, I, I, if I'm with my family and we're out to celebrate a birthday, sometimes I'll have a sangria. I'll have one. Mm-hmm. And I'll limit mm-hmm. myself to that. And mm-hmm. even that sometimes I'm sometimes kind of like, you know, cause I don't want to make it seem like we or me, we don't have the same struggles that everybody else does. Right. We, right. we have the same struggles. Bonnie is better with it because she just like mixes it like, no, whatever. But sometimes I like sangria. It's fruity, you know, but I have seen people like per se Christians that they drink, but then they get drunk. And you could tell they're drunk. But that's the thing. But that's the thing. That's so the, it's like, it's kind of like Ooh. that. Are you going to even take that risk? Because a lot of times I won't get anything. I think the past yeah. time I went to celebrate somebody's birthday, mm-hmm. one of my parents' birth, I think it was, it was my father. I think had a, it was like a winter sangria, they called it. It was like real bougie, whatever. And I tried it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even drink the whole thing. I'll drink like half and I'll leave it. You know, I just want to mm-hmm. try it. So, but I know that that's my thing like i won't even drink the full glass i'll just be like i just want to try it and then that's it yeah. you know but if there's yeah. somebody who you're still struggling in the beginning after god showed me that and i had that experience i completely mm-hmm. stopped drinking everything because remember you have to be and i'm not saying i'm strong and i'm whatever in my spirit my spiritual walk but you go from glory to glory so at that point i was mm-hmm. still i feel like you know baby i was baby i was a baby right. christian and I wasn't able, I wasn't able to do that. So I completely cut it off because it was a temptation for me at that time. You know, like other right. things like music. You know, I had a yeah. thing with ratchet music. I love that. And I, that I, that's I, that's, I, that's I, my I struggle now. And I think I mentioned it in the last episode. But, you know, it's so funny. When you pray about things, man, mm-hmm. God really does help you, man. He really, because one of my prayers was like, okay, Lord, like, I know you want me to stop listening to this kind of music, but to be honest, I mean, I like worship music, of course, but I also like upbeat mm-hmm. music too. And sometimes it's kind of hard. So, but lately, just like out of nowhere, he like I've been finding like more upbeat Christian music mm-hmm. that I could actually like you I have, like to listen to. You haven't shared, you know it, what I mean? uh the caleb remember yeah caleb, that one caleb. and then i just saw another one yesterday which i remember listening to this girl cool. and i don't know why um v rose 
Oh, Lady I just followed. I just followed. No, wait. I just followed her on her Instagram. The girl from the Bronx. Oh, I don't know if she's from the Bronx. Is she? The Spanish girl. I, well, this okay. is Angie Rose. No, this one's V, like V, like Victor oh. Rose. But I remember listening to her because I had found her a while ago. And then I don't know why, I just forgot about her. And then when I made a post on our um, Instagram, mm-hmm. I wanted to like put music on it. And my thing is already like, oh, like search up Christian music. And that came up and I listened to the song and I think it's called Surrender, but it sounds like an RB song. And I played it and I, I put it on there on the post, mm-hmm. on the stories. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this girl. Like, that's right. I liked her music, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was actually listening to her today um so it but it's just it just goes to show it's so funny on like how god like or like what it says in the bible right like and i'm not trying to uh switch the topic but it's true like mm-hmm. how god says that he always gives you a way out of temptation and i guess i could tie into alcohol he always gives you a way out so like with me with the music it's like god's like okay i know that you want a little bit more upbeat christian music here you go like he's starting to give me yeah you know i'm starting yeah. to find artists new christian artists so like mm-hmm. it could help me you know, it's weird. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah, that I mean, God, I mean, with the with the drinking, a lot of people, if you ask God, just don't give me a taste for whatever he will. But I think I think the bigger issue I have is not with a personal drink or whatever at home. And guys, like I mentioned, it's, before, more, out in the open it's, around people. it's more that like, OK, so I had an experience. I'm not going to I learned my lesson not to be naming names. <laughs> I learned my, I, I learned my lesson and God had to God had to teach me because you know I I forget because I'm like oh I'm open I don't care but you know it's also mommy's like oh don't say no names and I'm like I don't care yeah. whatever you know but, okay let's you know, find out I know I know but I learned my lesson but, but then the problem is then it could cause no problems. exactly 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 and you don't want to be that you don't want to be that person but yeah. on Instagram we follow a very well known I think I mentioned it to you before it was a while ago I don't think you did. Okay, a very well-known um, woman, woman uh, preacher. She's very good. I still like her. I think she's fantastic. She's written books and stuff like that. And she was on a live. This was a while ago. Oh, I remember now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on a live and they were announcing that, you know, her husband, that they were having a baby. And that's amazing. And God, and it was, she was talking about God fulfilling the purpose. And like she was having a son and all this stuff. And I was happy. For, I act like I know people. But, you know, I don't know. Nobody. <laughs> but, you know, I was happy for them because I saw their whole story and how, you know, God had promised them a son. And and um, then they, you know, so they're like, mm-hmm. what's happening? Like, and God bless them with a the son. And that's amazing. And I'm not taking away from anybody's walk with God. But I just want, this is just an example to show how things could be a little confusing. So on the mm-hmm. live, she's talking about it. And her husband comes and he has like a little, it looks like he has a whiskey. Like a, in a cup, mm-hmm. like one of those cute little okay. fancy crystal cups. And yeah. it looks something brown. So I'm guessing it's whiskey. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or scotch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm making stuff up. And, um. And, you know, I get, and she kind of said, oh, you know, he's whatever. But I was on the live and people started saying, oh, what? Mm-hmm. He's drinking? Oh, he's drinking, blah, blah. And she actually ended the live because he he looked tipsy. No. Yeah, he looked tipsy. Oh, and he, wouldn't, and he yeah. wouldn't get out of the the live. Like, the he would, yeah, he yeah. wouldn't get out. And she's obviously, she was pregnant at the time or whatever. And he wouldn't get out of the live. And so... You see, this is the whole. This is the whole thing. Yep, that's the whole issue. How right. it can mess up your testimony, yes. 
Just yes. because of that little thing. Maybe he was maybe yes. he took even a little sip. But when you're special right. in the public eye, especially right. in the public eye, everybody's watching because mm-hmm. everybody's seeing like, oh, well, she does tours and she does books. But then, wait, but her husband was drinking this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, her husband was just yeah, drinking. Like, so do they drink? Yeah, it sends a lot of confusion. And I mean, I've been in that situation myself where I've seen... Mm-hmm. Uh, Christians drinking and it confused the heck out of me especially you know in my beginning me you know starting out my walk with God like it it confused Mm -hmm. me because it was kind of like okay wait like what oh so it's because it was because especially it was out in the it was when it's out in the open it's very confusing when when you see that or you know that person is a believer and they're just doing it like no problem like hey you want to drink mm-hmm. yeah i got some uh, yeah. tequila i got some wine i got some yeah wine. and you're just kind of like okay it's kind of like look like picture this it's like what janice had mentioned before like a pastor picture you have a pastor you know right and like janice said like you respect him he preaches great you know and, and he's very knowledgeable in the word of god and all these things which is 100 percent great but then you see him, let's say, I don't know, you're at a restaurant or something. I don't know. And you see him and there he is drinking. You're like, oh, there goes my pastor, Pastor John or whatever, Pastor Bill. And you see him and he's drinking, drinking, drinking. He's, let's say, maybe smoking. Uh, maybe he's there, you know, cursing up a storm. Maybe he's, there, you know, like, yeah. and you're just there like, wait a minute, what? Like, but that's the pastor like and this is the person and again of course we always you know we're supposed to look to god for you know obviously our king he's our father but you know we are human and god does place certain people in our lives to mentor us to help us to pray for us to teach us you know all these things and you look up to this person you mm-hmm. kind of hold them at a high standard mm-hmm. and then you see him and you're like huh like that really that's yeah. gonna confuse you and, and, that, and that confuses not only believers it confuses unbelievers yeah. believers totally. unbelievers and it's like mm-hmm. what is the message that you're sending and that's why that scripture first it says like all things are permissible like you can do it right you can have a drink out yeah. in public you can but is it building up your neighbor is it building up that fellow believer or are you sending think about if you're drinking right like like you're saying like somebody who goes to church all the time right let's say somebody who goes to church all the time they love the lord they have their bible but then that person then around unbelievers and a mix of believers let's say there's a maybe it's a mix whatever that person is having a shot of something yeah like yeah. But what is your testimony saying like because exactly. it's not about just what you say it's about what you do how you, every yeah, day yeah how you live your life how yeah you because people and, and too i wanted to mention and i guess it's the holy spirit I don't know, but i wanted to mention that there's a difference between god is not saying that we have to and i think you mentioned it before god is not saying that we have to live perfect lives that we're going to live lives where we are mistake free no, there's a difference between making a mistake, you know, um, or just having an off day. Maybe you just had a rough day and you just, you know, uh, I don't know, snap at somebody like, oh, you know, like whatever. But then the Holy Spirit obviously convicts you and, and he's like, uh-uh, you need to go apologize or whatever the case. But then there's a difference between being a Christian on a Sunday and then the rest of the week 
you're out there living like the world. That's that. Well, there's a, a difference there. A lot of people there. would say to that. Let me play devil's uh-huh. advocate. A lot of people uh-huh. would be like, "Well, I'm not doing a whole bunch because this is how I thought. I'm not doing like a whole bunch of bad stuff. But if I get drunk every often or whatever, I mean, it's only once in a while." But it's not about, like, oh, how many bad things you do in a day. I think it's more on, like you're saying, it's more about mistake versus purposely. Right? It, like, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's versus mistake versus how you live your life. But, you it, know, but according it's to like, that. you can make a mistake. I mean, you can live your life and make mistakes, but you can live right. your life and also choose to do something mm-hmm. or you choose, let's say we're talking about drinking, drinking around unbelievers, around believers too. Right. You're choosing that. It's not a mistake. It's like, you know, who's around, but you don't That's care. What I mean. Right. Exactly. That, right. That's what I mean. Like there's a different, cause we're never going to live perfect lives. We are going to make mistakes. Now there it's like, also, I think you mentioned, we should go from glory to glory to glory. We should be maturing in the things of God for sure. So it doesn't always just give us a free pass that like, well, I'm not perfect. Oh, well, like, no, these are things that when we do make mistakes, the Holy spirit teaches us if we heed to it. Anyways, the Holy spirit teaches us like, Oh, go apologize to that person. Or maybe you should do this next time. Or maybe just next time, you know what, just stay out of it, mind your business because Mm -hmm. then, you know, whatever, or whatever the case, or just next time, you know what, just stay shut, whatever. It could be whatever. But then there's a difference between again, purposely living the worldly life. You know what I mean? Like just saying to yourself, well, you know, I'm just going to go to church on Sunday. Yep. I'm a Christian. But, but, then I, but I feel like on. I don't think people think like that though. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I don't think people like, cause I know for myself, I didn't think like, Oh, okay. I'm purposely going to go to church on Sunday and then purposely live a worldly life. I didn't think that. Like, I think most mm. people who are doing that, like what you're describing, I don't even think that they think about it because they don't even sit and think, okay, this is what I'm actually doing. Like when I was going to church on Sunday and partying Friday and Saturday, I wasn't going to church on Sunday. I didn't think like that. It's like a lot of times people are blinded to what they're actually doing. Yeah. But I I think for you though, at that point, even though it's like what you said, even though you knew of God, but you didn't have a relationship with God, you know what I mean? Like, no, I didn't. So I'm, I'm talking, yeah. So I'm talking about people who have, or, or, you, you have, a, if you really have a relationship with God, wouldn't you understand that you're messing up your own testimony by making this yeah, mistake over and over and over I, again? I think so, but I think, and I think you have mentioned it in like one of our, you know, off, off the, off the record conversation. Um, Definitely. I think that the Holy Spirit does tell you, but you, when you don't, you don't obey it, you don't listen to it. So the more you don't listen to the Holy Spirit, the more you become like cold. Yeah. Yeah. Like you sort of like, I feel like if you really are a Christian, I'm not talking about like what you, you know, how you were before, how I was before, how we're like, Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I believe that there's a God. Yeah. I grew up in church. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. we weren't really Christians. We were just, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. But I'm talking about people who have a relationship with God, who have been, has been a Christian for whatever, 10, 20, 30 years, and they've pastored or they've preached or they've, whatever, laid hands on people, prayed. They, you know, they've been in it. You know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. they've been in it. And 
they're well I think it's because it's like you you said like you said like we our relationship with God is are we are we listening are we heeding to the voice of the Holy Spirit yeah are we listening because like for me like I said the music thing and it's not that you know whatever but again God knows everybody God knows everybody's like what opens up certain doors in people's lives, I guess, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know for a while, like when I listen to certain music, I like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, but I know it's like, I feel like I shouldn't be listening to this. You know what, what for mm-hmm. not to get off topic, but with music, mm-hmm. because it is hard to find. I go to the gym all the time, like every day. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Want, like, the, the, yeah. This time I will listen to worship music. I've been listening to mm-hmm. the Caleb al- album a lot because he's more like, yeah. you know, a beat. Like uh, more, yeah. But I, I, you know, there are times that I do listen to worship for my whole workout and it does still, like, I, I call it Jesus juice. I get the Jesus <laughs> juice and God, it, I just like feel pumped up, you know, in terms of like spiritually. And I just like, I don't know, I have a whole thing in my mind. But yeah. there are times where I will... I have a gym playlist from like years ago on my phone mm-hmm. and I will go back in there and I'll listen to certain songs and I, I only can listen to like a couple because after a while I feel like it bothers oh, me not yeah. just it bothers me but I want to fight yeah oh <laughs> all right it's about to be a girl fight remember that yeah. song no <laughs> I don't <laughs> I remember that song but it just but, it, um, it stirs different emotions well, in you it does it, it does and i think that's why it's like when i listen to back in the day music like the songs i because that's really mainly like because i can't listen to this ratchet music today like mm-hmm. there are certain songs that i know because like my kids or their friends whatever but there's a lot of ratchet music but it's so funny even the songs that i listen to from back in the day like before even when they would have a curse it wouldn't really bother me or whatever. but now it's like there's just certain songs I'm like, whoa, all right, changing that. But even so, it does bring you back to like yeah. those times. Time. And it does make you want to, you know, dance and do all yeah, this and do that. So I think that's why the Holy Spirit is like, no, you need yeah. to stay away from And it does stuff bring you back to like what you used to do before and all. Yeah, and then you how you to used think, to live. You start to think, oh, I was just going to say, oh, yes, fun. I was, was yep, I was uh-huh. just going to say, so true. Um, and, it, you know, it's funny because even Isaiah Salvador, you know, he's a preacher on YouTube, whatever. I don't know if he's a preacher or whatever, Christian YouTuber. But anyway, he was talking about that. He said, uh, he said, you know, he was like, that's why I don't, I don't watch certain things anymore. I don't even listen to the music I used to listen to anymore. He was like, I don't even hang around with my old friends that I used to hang around with he was like because and he said exactly that he said because it makes it would make me want to mm-hmm. try to live right. the, the old life that I used to and then it starts bringing back those memories and he was said even brings back you know maybe all the girls that I was with and and this and that and it's true mm-hmm. it makes mm-hmm. you feel like oh I remember this time oh, but it's know. the same thing oh. with drinking like it's the same drinking. thing you yeah. start you have a drink and you be like oh you remember the time you was going to the club and it exactly. was a fun time i even remember like uh, even with pictures that you may have on your phone and videos i'd be sending it to one of my one of my friends that we used to go out all the time and when i watch it, i'm like dang like that was fun like you know like, <laughs> like but it was it was fleshly fun right and yeah eating to death because it says all the wages yeah. of sin 
is death. So death. I was going to hell in a handbasket and I was having fun doing it with a drink yeah. in my hand and no problem. Yeah. But if I would have died in that mm-hmm. life, exactly. I would have gone straight to hell. It doesn't you, matter that my you, father's a pastor, uh, our grandfather's uh, pastor. It don't mm. matter. Isn't there, I'm going to look it up really quick, but isn't there a verse that talks about that? If you die, I have to look it up. Um, I just but know I the one that I said that the wages of sin is death. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up, see if that's isn't. But I could have sworn. But anyways, I'm gonna wanted to read this real quick because I know we're like already at 51 minutes, I think. But mm-hmm. um, like I had said prior, that I was doing research and I came across this website that said you know got questions.org it's called, and I'm I wanted to read this little part because with me. I always get from people that I know, um, oh, well, why can't you drink? Jesus drank wine. What's the big deal? You know, like, oh, But it's not on, about drink, though. Like, and, I think they're focusing on drink. It's not about having a drink. It's about being drunk and knowing right. if well, that's, that's what God what wants. About here in this little paragraph, I'll try to, like, skim through it. But basically, it says, um, it says, you know, Jesus changed water into wine. Yes. And that it even seems that Jesus drank wine on occasion. Um, but then it says in the New Testament, the reason why was because the water at that time, I guess, wasn't very clean. So it had like a lot of bacteria, viruses, and all kind of contaminants and all this stuff. Um, and it says, so at that time, they kind of drank wine. He said, but Paul instructed Timothy to stop drinking water exclusively and instead drink wine. But it says in that day, at that time, that wine was fermented, containing alcohol, but not like it is today. Um, and then it, it goes on and it says, it is incorrect to say that it was grape juice, but it's also incorrect to say that it is the same thing as wine that's commonly used today. And then this last sentence, it says, you know, again, scripture does not forbid cre- uh, Christians from drinking beer, wine, or any other drink containing alcohol. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is not and of itself tainted by sin, but it is the drunkenness and the addiction to alcohol that a Christian must absolutely refrain from. Um, and then it goes on to talk about, you know, how we could cause others. I to, think to, to me, stumble. that's the most important thing. Like, yes, you could be an alcoholic, yeah. but I think but that's the most important th- thing. You're causing people yeah, to stumble. But I, yeah, and I brought that up you know, to kind of give a little bit of knowledge as to, you know, again, because people always, oh, but Jesus drank wine, Jesus drank wine, but Jesus didn't drink wine. It was more for, like I said, because the water was filled with a lot of bacteria. But honestly, even if he did, even, but that's the thing, even if he did, because, you know, it does say in scripture too, that to enjoy the, the, you know, enjoy your labor Mm -hmm. and they had wine at dinner and stuff like that. And it's not even about, oh, what's the percent alcohol? We could get caught up in all those things. It's first, in my mind, it's first, what's your relationship with God like? Is he telling you to, or you do feel like this is something that you definitely should not do, not even a drink, not even a cup, like, you know, like Bonnie. Or is it like, you know, it's one of those things, like if you're in your home, you know, you're not out just boozing it up or even having a drink, going out outside and showing people. If you're having a drink in your home and you have a like a wine or even if you have a sangria or mar- one margarita, whatever, that you're not getting drunk, but you just like the taste of it. Some people just like the taste, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And God's not convicting you. Okay. Then there's another thing. Are you causing your brother to stumble? Are you out here in gatherings mm-hmm. with others? And mm-hmm. it could be even your own children. 
you because kids, oh, yeah, kids are watching yeah. what you're doing. Oh, they're, yeah. they're and you watching. know they, they grow up. Yeah, they grow up like that, and for them, they say, "Oh well, this this was normal in my house." But that's yeah. that's another thing. Just because you are not a parent yet, but just because you as a parent, let's say you had your drink and you were good, you didn't get drunk or whatever. Who's to say that when your child grows up because they're seeing this, that they're not going to have a drinking problem. So it's not just right. causing your brother or your sister to stumble, but it could also be your children. It could also be your parent. It could be your brother, your actual brother or your sister. It's like you have to keep that in mind. And I think a, a lot of people are just selfish and very inconsiderate yeah. because they're yeah. just... They're just showing it with no shame. And I think it's so problematic that you have no shame. And whether we like it or not, you know, Christians in in general, whether you're on a pedestal or platform or you you have a million likes or subscribers, whatever the case, or if it's just me and Bonnie walking outside or whatever, people <laughs> are looking, they're looking, they're mm. looking at you because no, everybody's like Christians are supposed to be the example. And whether you like it or not, like you were saying before, I don't see myself as a like role model or whatever, but I am Christ's representative. You, by Christ's representative. We are representing Christ on in earth. So people are going to look and they're going to be like, oh, but they're doing it so that, okay. But, okay, it's permissible. But why even go down that road where yeah, exactly. you can right. cause somebody to stumble? Exactly. And that's what I was saying before. What is your end goal here? Mm -hmm. or, or is it just that you just want to drink again if you just want to drink a little glass of wine with your little pasta dish at Olive Garden mm -hmm. you know hey okay but are, again are you out there at a party or even at a gathering you know what mm -hmm. drinking it up taking shot after shot doing this doing that you know and what's the reason to right like are but you having are you stressed out are you anxious yeah can you not sleep exactly. you have to go to God to that because alcohol is not going to help Exactly. And it says here, I was looking it up. Uh -huh. It says here in Galatians chapter five, verse 21, it says envying drunkenness, carousing and things like these of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And you know what? I know we're over, but I just, this, this thought came to my mind. You know mm. what? Why? I think, anyway, this is my opinion, why God doesn't want us to be drunk because we're out of control, right? Like yes. we become somebody else like in, in a we way we're out of sober, control. Right? Minded, it says like to be sober-minded, not to be filled right. with drink. And then when you start drinking, then your, your mind is a little hazy. You make bad decisions. The enemy mm. is able to open that door and be like, hey, yeah, have another drink. Oh, you know what? That girl, that guy over there, they look hot. You know, maybe you should go mm. talk to them. You, it's like, or maybe you should do this or maybe you should do that. It leads to, because you get like confidence too, right? When you drink, most, it's a lot of people, you get like, oh, whatever. I remember when I used to drink, I will, I don't know why I always want to fight. Like, but I never do, but I just, yeah, what's going on? What? I, don't, I don't know. I never do, but you feel like, you feel like me, I, I, human, I turn right? into, I turn like what you said, I turn into, you know, I just, oh no, I, yeah, I'm one of those, I just pass out. Oh, I don't God. Know You're the yeah, sleeping one, but it's yeah. people have different, like your personality <laughs> changes, what you, your morals, your your oh, integrity yeah. all that stuff when you're mm -hmm. drinking and stuff like yeah you lose that's what they call it loosening up right i actually right. saw and i'm sorry we keep going but i actually saw um a poster and i was thinking about like it was a poster i went to puerto rico for two days with my mom because we had to do something over there 
but I saw it was um it was for uh Dwyer's beer is D A W A R. Uh, is it beer yeah. i don't know what it is i think it's doers whatever and the whole thing was like it was a big poster and at first all i saw was the woman with binoculars right and i don't know the the full the full thing but it said um you know what? i'm gonna look it up because this was really interesting um it said stay okay go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no no i'm sorry i thought you were gonna take a while so that's what because I've been looking through verses, I was going to say, while you're looking that up, it also says Luke 21, 34, because this was what I was going to mention really quick also, because you said that, you know, like, what is our end game? Whatever. Also, we need to also think, sober-minded, too, um, God could come at any moment. Is he going to find you drunk? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And because it also talks about it, too, it says Luke 21, 34, it says, be on guard. So that your hearts will not be weighted down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life. And that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap. Um, so I just yeah. wanted to mention that. Go ahead. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I, I found it and I found this very interesting. And the whole thing, the whole slogan, <laughs> the whole campaign, and you can see it's, it's called Stay Curious. Right? Mm -hmm. Stay Curious. And it says, Stay Curious. Um, because when you, it's basically saying when you, you you'll um, encounter exciting things, isn't that mm -hmm. something from the devil right there? Mm -hmm. So, so you, so when you drink, so stay curious. So it means you're curious about, you know, your sexuality, go try it. You're curious mm -hmm. about this drink, you know, try this one and try another one. You're curious about, uh, you know, whatever. So it's basically saying when you're drinking, think about it. You just think about it when you're drinking. You it opens you up to exciting things. Oh yeah. And what's oh, always yeah. exciting? Sin. Mm -hmm. Sin is always the exciting thing. Yep. Right? So when you're drinking, yep. oh yeah, oh yeah, let's try this new <laughs> thing. Let's try this new thing. You know, society is all about you know open keeping your minds open, right? Mm -hmm. Like everything's an keeping you all have an open mind. Don't just mm -hmm. shut it down. Don't be closed minded to things. Yeah. Yep. But that open mind, you it doesn't say in the Bible to have an open mind. It says to be filled with the spirit, with the word yes. of God, with the truth. Yes. So when you have an quote unquote open mind and stay curious and you're drinking and all this stuff it makes you want to do all these other things that are not yeah. godly things. Yeah, and that's why all that, you know, again, keep an open mind and stuff, that's things of the world. You know, yeah. those are those are things yeah. that the world is trying to tell you to do because the enemy wants you just like that. Have an open mind. Let anything fall into your mind. Mm -hmm. And just be free. And be like, a, you know, just do whatever. And no, of course... Listen, God wants you to enjoy yourself. God, God is not saying that you got to be stiff, that you got to be anxious, that you got to be this, you got to be that. No, yes, you could you know, live your life freely under the board, but it's just like that. It doesn't, you, ha you have to have your mind set on the things of God, mm -hmm. set on the things of what God tells you to do, not what the world is telling you to do, because the world is always going to tell us to go the opposite direction. And lastly, if, if you think that you're missing out and be like, man, like sometimes, you know, I, I even think to myself, like, man, that was fun times. Oh, yeah, when I look at pictures and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That was fun. But but remember, as a believer, this is we're just passing through. The Bible says we're passing through our home. This is not our home. Our home mm -hmm. is an eternity mm -hmm. with the Lord in heaven. So even if you may feel like you're missing out on the pleasures of the world and stuff like that, mm -hmm. remember to die is to gain. And so if 
we have to die to some things while we're here to gain heaven and eternity and to be with Jesus and God himself forever and ever, then so be it. Because our time here is so limited that it shouldn't even matter the things that we have to give up here because we're going to gain everything, everything right. and more than we could even think or imagine in heaven. So is it really worth it getting drunk, you know, for your 80 years here, 90 years, if you're lucky, you know, <laughs> no, grandpa's 91 and then and then spend eternity, eternity right. in hell? Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to be no, serving if margaritas. I, if, if I could the opposite, you are purged. Your mouth is oh, God. dry. You, you have nothing, nothing to drink, nothing at all. You just have torture, eternal inter it, torture. And you know what that? Every single day. No. So is it, and is it worth it, it? You know, like all the sin that you right. take the pleasures of it now. It's not. No, because it even says, just like in what I read, Galatians 5.21, mm -hmm. well, those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay, so, and, and think about it like this too. And I think, you know, and it could be with anything, even if you have maybe an addiction, anything else, whatever, it could be anything, you know, pray about it, obviously bring it to the Lord, mm -hmm. obviously, of course, you know, always, you know, and, um, you know, even share it with somebody who you trust, I'm not saying just to go blab everything, but somebody who you trust, somebody, hey, you know what, I'm struggling with this, can you pray for mm -hmm. me, you know, and whatever the case and everything like that, because again, God is going to come. He's coming very soon. I know we always, we've been hearing this for a long, long time, but it's true. He's coming very soon. And you don't want him to come. And he finds you, what? Drunk, laid out in the street. You know, like, mm -hmm. you're going to miss your chance. You I, know mean, what I mean, he's going to find it's, you and he's going to leave you just there. So. He's going to leave you. And he's going to be like, oh, all right. This is how I, find, I found her or I found him. And that's how I think about it. I would say, Lord. The day that you come, I pray that you find me the way you want to find me. Mm -hmm. Whether it's whether it's at church, whether it's praying, whether it's reading the word, whether it's just being at home taking care of my children, you know, because that's also uh, a ministry too, right? Whether it's working mm -hmm. and doing doing a good job, you know, it says to be, you know, a diligent worker, a good worker, whatever your job may be, you know, anything that you're doing. But as long as you're doing it in good faith and, and praising God. And look, even today, I want to share a quick thing. It's so funny. Um, I know, again, we keep saying we're over time, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, um, I went this morning to pick up a, a Target pickup, of course. I always oh, do Target pickups because whenever I'm like out of stuff, I just, every it's day so easy. There. Anyways. <laughs> no, I haven't been there in like... Get a part-time there because I'm telling you, Bonnie, every time I talk... To get they have to know your name, your, your car. They got to know everything. Oh, I'm sure. That you got three oh, yeah, kids. I'm sure they, know the they know it all. They're probably like, oh, Bonnie. Oh, I got her. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but I was going to say on how, because the whole like conversation or, you know, that I was saying that how when God comes for him mm -hmm. to find you mm -hmm. the way that he should. Um, and I've seen this kid before. He looks like a young kid, like maybe high school, high school age. Anyways, so he was the one who came out and he, you know, uh, put my bags in the car. But I was talking to one of my other friends and I was just telling her, you know, we we're just talking and stuff like that. And anyway, so he put the bags in the car, blah, 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 whatever. I had to run to another store really quick to get some stuff that I was going to make for dinner tonight. This Matt came home. I'm, you know, unloading my, my car, taking out my bags. And all of a sudden, <laughs> one of the bags, the Target bags, a um 
whatchamacallit, a track, a track came out of the bag. So that kid put this in my bag and it says, do all roads lead to God? I was like, wow. Wow. That's that's great for this guy. I mean, he's a young kid. He's a young kid. Yes. And that's what I was, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if God were to come today, let's say he's going to be finding that kid spreading the word. Yeah. And, and he's, even, he's even, just and, packing and, and, bags and throwing shots. I was just going to say, that's what I mean. Even if he's at work, yeah, you know, and he's just working, he's just trying to do his little part-time job while he's, while he's going to high school, whatever the case, mm-hmm. he looks young. And yeah, he's spreading the word. And, you know, so God would have come today. That's how he was going to find That should be right? encouragement we'll, we'll, to we'll us all. Away. Yeah, I, I, I told you, I, I've been doing those little paper things that I saw. Mm-hmm. I told you, and... take some tracks from the church. We got some tracks there. Yeah, well, well we haven't been to the church. But, oh, yeah. Well, okay. yeah, so anyway, but I did those. And when I took my son yesterday to the doctor's office, I left one there. Bonnie's throwing tracks at people's face. Like, he, 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 coming. No, I saw, I told you, I saw, um, what was it, on Instagram or something like that? I forgot what it was and or facebook and this person like took a picture and they were like oh look what i found and it looks like a person obviously just like wrote on a little piece of paper and it just said like oh jesus is coming soon are you saved have you repented for your sins and i just thought that that was such a good idea mm-hmm. and i was like that's such a good idea because you're spreading the word you know you're doing and so i did that i ripped off like a few <laughs> pieces of paper so when i go places i, I feel like i'm like stashing drugs or something like that you know mm-hmm. but i'm just stashing this paper i'm like here you go like on the table and i just leave it there you know like i just during there. this this whole thing i came up with two more topics for our episodes they're just coming out right now oh okay well write them down i am i'm yeah. writing them around because we've been dry i know well because it's just been a lot <laughs> you know i don't know but we'll get back on track but basically yeah i wanted to share that today and i have it actually on my desk mm-hmm. that that little track and i just thought i was like wow that is so crazy. Like this young kid mm-hmm. put that in the bag. Like that's crazy, you know, like, and to me too, it was also like a reminder. Cause I was like talking about like, you know, just some of my stresses or whatever. Uh-huh. And it was like a uh-huh. reminder. <laughs> like what are the odds? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just crazy. I don't know, but I just thought that that was great. But again, the that'll whole be point another that- topic. Yeah. Oh, she said that'll be another topic. But the whole point is, mm-hmm. when God comes, when Jesus comes, you know, I, you wouldn't want Him to find you drunk in a bar somewhere. Think about. Oh, it like not that. even a bar, just in your house. Okay. In your house, in a gathering. Because I think people think it's nothing if they don't, if they're not going out and brazenly asking for. That's true too. No, if if you have a problem with drunkenness and you're sitting there drinking and drinking and drinking and you you know that you have a problem, that's an addiction and that is drunkenness. And And get help. Yeah, and get help. And there's no shame in it. You know, just say, Mm -hmm. it isn't not to condemn you because we Mm -hmm. all have our problems. Just say, man, you know what? Like, Mm-hmm. I have been struggling with this. This has been an issue. I've been maybe keeping it secret because I'm ashamed, whatever the case. You know what? Mm-hmm. Take yeah. the first step, get help. Maybe call a rehab, maybe call whatever. Like, yeah. And just say, you know, I, I, I don't want God to find me this way. Just yeah. think about it like that. And when Jesus comes back, I don't want him to find me like this. And just to, I guess, you know, I could end in prayer if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, again, like we mentioned, take everything to God. 
you know, mm-hmm. and everybody has their different walk with the Lord and whether he wants well, you completely to abstain or, you know, you feel, you know, whatever, drinking one drink in your home. But mm-hmm. let's remember that we are Christ representatives and people are watching whether you think they are or not. And yeah. we don't want to see, you know, I'm talking generally our pastor or our fellow believer going up to share testimonies in church or say, or, or even telling us to do something like, yeah, you shouldn't do that guy. And, but you know that they were just drinking the other day. It messes, yeah, exactly. it messes up your testimony. And that's what the enemy wants. He, um, he wants to mess up the word of our testimony because through our testimonies, it shows God's grace and love and forgiveness and all that. So let's not be blind to that. Um, right. So hopefully this helped and um, I'll end in prayer. So thank you, Lord Father, for today. Thank you for another day, Lord God. And, and forgive me and Bonnie for being all dry. and We've been <laughs> lacking lately, but we're going to get back on track, Lord. And we thank you, for Holy Spirit, for leading this conversation and bringing the things to our minds and to our hearts to impart to not only us, but to your children, Lord, who are listening in. And we just pray, Lord, for those who are struggling and whatever they may be struggling in. Maybe they're struggling with drinking. Maybe they're struggling with smoking. Maybe they're struggling with uh, pornography or whatever the case is, Lord. We just ask, Lord, for your intervention in their lives, Lord. We pray that you convict their hearts and their minds and convict, Lord, not condemn the way the enemy does and and that we need to crawl into a a hole and and be ashamed, but that we can come to you and lay it bare to you and and ask for forgiveness and ask you for our help and for your help, Lord God. Sorry. And I just pray, Lord, for each and every person who listened in, Lord, and that you convict them and Show them in their journey with you what they should do about drinking and about everything else that they may be going through, Lord God. And I just pray, Lord, that this was a blessing to them. And we pray over each and every person that if they're going to sleep, Lord, that you be with them and you bless them and their children and their families that they're waking up, Lord, that you protect them today. (laughs) And we just thank you again for this opportunity to be able to talk about our journeys with you, um, you all and and. I don't know what I'm saying. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. (laughs) Amen. If you made it this far, thank you for tuning in and share this episode with someone who you know will be encouraged by it and who needs it. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram at salt and light podcast. Don't forget the S at the end. And also, if you don't have Instagram, you can always email us at salt and light 1111 at gmail.com. Be blessed and thank you for taking this Jesus journey with us.